Well, good morning and welcome to the City Alight Church Podcast. My name is Clay, the host of the show, and today we are going to dive straight into our next thing about leadership and leadership lessons. And so we just want to tell you thank you for tuning in. Uh, it has been a few weeks, but we are getting back on track with some things today. Talking about uh, those leadership traits that we all need to succeed in whatever area of life that we're looking at. And today we're going to be talking uh, exclusively about trust and building trust. Uh, trust is, to me, one of the most undervalued leadership traits that I think we hear discussed often, uh, at least when I start looking through podcasts and leadership books, and like it does not jump out as like the number one characteristic. Uh, you know, in, in the world of John Maxwell, he labels this as the law of connection. And the more I would read about the law of connection, I would instantly go, well, he's talking about trust. He's talking about making sure that you, that you understand that trust is about leadership and that trust is about relationships. So leaders, before they ask for hands, they should be thinking about how do I touch their hearts? How do I touch their hearts? And so effective leaders will always realize that trust and that leadership is about connecting with people. So looking forward to diving into this subject, get your notepad out or your whatever you're listening to with this week. And just kind of, this is one of those great episodes about just dropping a few nuggets here and there and thinking about things and processing them. Remember that we always want to acknowledge um, the difference between healthy leadership and uh, unhealthy leadership, and often I will talk about what that looks like as a toxic leadership trait. So effective leaders connect with people. So ineffective leaders, uh, you, what do they do? What does that look like? How do you recognize it? And, and the, the simple answer is this. Weak leaders or toxic leaders rely on coercion. They rely on titles or positions, and they rely on you know all, all, everything else but connecting with emotion. Emotionless leaders will always say it's about the mission first and, and, and nothing else. And, and I myself have been guilty of that. Like, hey, what's the mission? Let's accomplish the mission, the mission, the mission. And so we need to be careful because if we're going to be leaders who change the world and we're going to be the kind of people that want uh, to have change and effective people in, uh, we want to, to succeed um, because I don't think there's a leader out there who's like, I, I want to fail at family. I want to fail at life. Um, so we want to be those kind of effective people. We have to realize or that being trustworthy needs to be high up on the leadership paradigm. It needs to be a high value and not, and an, an I would almost say, dare say, overvalued. Um, effective leaders always will connect with people. Weak leaders will rely on their coercion, their title. And let me just be clear. If you have to tell somebody that you're the boss, if you're the leader, then you've already missed what's happening. I've seen it in... Uh, every level and every business and organization that I have worked in. And yes, I realize that not all scenarios are created equal, that yes, sometimes people force you into those positions. So please hear me on that, that I do recognize that uh, sometimes you are forced to say, I'm the leader, I'm the pastor, I'm the boss, I'm the owner. Those are sometimes the things that you actually do have to remind people of because they kind of force you to. But but on a general level, like if we're going to lead effective, healthy teams and organizations, then trust has to be really high on our list 
In fact, it doesn't even land on most people's top 10 list of leadership traits. Uh, it landed, I think, when uh, one of the polls I was looking at this week, it landed at like number 11. Like there were other leadership traits that they wanted in front of trustworthy or trust builder. And so for me, I'm like, man, that's got to be higher. You know, it's got to be higher up on the list. And, and a lot of it is because we live in this culture now that says me, me, me. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about my title, my position, my influence, my, and, and those are certainly characteristics that are true that it is about how do you influence people. But trust is, is so valuable because it creates the stable foundation, the stable foundation, not a, not a shiny foundation, not the greatest foundation, but a stable foundation because stability, I think gets overrated. It gets in that category of underrated versus overrated, but Leadership creates the stable foundation for organizations to be flexible, to be adaptable, and to thrive in times of continuous change. To thrive in times of continuous change. If I were to look past, you know, you go, go look at the last 20 years and where we come, and just the, the industry of technology, for example. You've got to be adaptable because technology is constantly changing and how we communicate as human beings is constantly changing. And so we have to be able to, to, to know how to trust and when to trust and where to trust and who to trust in our organization. So um, I want to talk about, you know, the basics, the basics. So if you're a leader today, you're starting out in church planting or you're doing church renewal or you're leading an organization, you're leading an organization. What are some of the bare bone basics about trust and why is trust should be a higher value target on our list? Uh, number one, leadership is so that we are empowering others and that we ourselves are empowered. When we can be trusted, we are being empowered. When we can be trusted, we are being empowered. So when leaders trust you, they are empowering you to accomplish something. And at the same time, when we are trusting others and we are giving trust, we are empowering them. And that always gets back to be careful how you trust and what you trust and who you trust. There should be a checklist of things. So for me, uh, you know, the basic, uh, a basic lesson was from the Marine Corps. Um, I had gotten promoted pretty quickly um, uh, in, in terms of in under four years. I was a sergeant. Um, you know, and, you know, I mean, there, I know there were guys that got promoted in like two years. Okay. But uh, but to be clear, those were uh, the rarities, like the 1%. I was still in the, the 10% range that, hey, before your five-year mark, you made and you know this rank. But the lesson that one of my Marines asked me, how do I get ahead and how do I succeed at being the best Marine that I can be? And I had, you know, without even thinking about it, I, you know, sat them down and, and we just had this conversation. I said, there are four basic things so that you can reach the range, the, you know, to become a non-commissioned officer I said, it's be on time, you know, have what you're supposed to have, work or do what you're supposed to do, and maintain a proper emotional response. I think those are basic block building blocks of building trust in an organization. Be on time, have what you're supposed to have, do or work what you're supposed to. Do or work. In other words, if your leadership has given you deadlines if you're, if, and you've created it, do what you're supposed to do. Have what you're supposed to have. Be on time. I still maintain the 15-minute rule. And anytime that I know I'm not going to be within that 15-minute window, 
I literally send a text message still to this day, like, hey, man, just running a little late. And then I show up and they're like, I thought you said you were going to be late. And I'm like, well, late for you is not the same for me. Uh, late is, if it starts at 6, late is 5.55. That's just my motto. And the reason why is I leave myself some time to be flexible, to adapt to situations that they change, and to realize that, you know, not everything has to be perfect. But trust happens in organizations when they listen to each other. I want to say that again. So how do you build trust in your team is we learn how to listen to each other. A couple of years ago, and this is maybe the good, the bad, and the ugly um, kind of moments. Let me try that again. <laughs> this is those good, bad, and the ugly. Or what I call like wah, wah, wah moments is this. Is, I, I you know, I was at a church. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the church a name, uh, nameless, just nameless church, okay? And and I got there, and they were they were so untrusting of me because I was young. I... You know, they had been through a bunch of other things in their church. They didn't know me, and they didn't trust the people uh, that had appointed me there. Not them. Uh, in the United Methodist Church, we are, you know, people that are sent. And they were just, I mean, they were really skeptical of me. I mean, they were like, it was bad. And, and what it led to is a, a toxic environment for them and for me uh, where we knew that, hey, we're just not a good fit for each other. Uh, one, uh, because I, you know, I'm just, I can't have my integrity questioned nonstop. Um, it's not about me. I want to lead you. Um, can I, if you'll give me just a little bit of room to lead, I can lead. And, you know, and, and I knew that at the end of the day, like my health was more important. My, uh, my mission in life was more important than, than being, you know, being that the pastor of that church at that time. And so, how do you know? But one of the things that I look back on my my experience is what could have what what could I have done better? You know, and there's a lot uh, that you know, and I admit that now. Like you know, I could have listened better. I could have just you know f- tried to figure out how do we work together in this environment. And to be clear, I don't know that we could have, but I could have listened better, and that was the one thing that it kept coming back. And I could have had the proper emotional response to things. And those were the character skills that got developed because of, of those things. And so that's what you're going to walk through sometimes in church renewal, in bad business deals, and in, in, and in your leadership environment. You're, you're just going to have those times where, just be honest, like you just need to recognize when it's not a good fit. And you need to have the character to say, okay, what can I do to rebuild that trust? Restoring trust is vital. I think it's important. Um, but when we have the basics down, it helps us to develop trust in our, not in ourselves but for leader, other people to trust in us. And trust is super critical. It's like the spending that the organization has, the influence that you can have. How do you get, it, you know, get your people on board with whatever mission that you have? You do that with trust. You do that with time. You do that with taking it one step at a time and listening and developing that. Uh, because here's what happens when we, when we have a good amount of trust within our organization to lead us. We ourselves are transformed and our organization is transformed and we are more effective. When there's a high level of trust in organizations, the studies have shown that those people perform at a much higher level. And when there and where there is distrust, 
you have less effective people. Where in your own organization today are you struggling with that area of trust? So uh, think about that for just a minute. So I'm going to give you the, the quick, um, a, a, a quick final couple of things, keys about building trust. And these are, again, these, uh, the non-interview podcasts are about, you know, quick leadership lessons, quick leadership moments, things that help us engage um, and to think about things critically. Trust is about relationships. We already said that. Trust is about credit. We've also said that. Without those two things, you, you, you usually have poor relationships and poor influence in the environment to get things accomplished. Make sure that you are constantly building trust. Stephen Covey, author of The Seven, uh, the seven Habits of Highly Effective People and The Speed of Trust and a, and a handful of other books. But he's got another one about trust out that just came out. Um, it was one of the required leadership books that uh, I had to, to read for school. And, and I can just tell you that it is a wealth of knowledge, The Speed of Trust, and The Seven Highly Effective, uh, effective People. Those, those things are beyond important and um, because trust is, as Stephen Covey says, um, it's the one thing that changes everything. It changes, it's the common key ingredient for individual, relational, and team, and family, and nation, economy, and trust is the one thing that if removed will destroy everything. Like, you you don't have to be the greatest speaker, but if you don't have trust, people People aren't going to listen to you anyway. So trust is the one most important thing because it impacts us 200 and, you know, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, 24-7. It is the quality and the fabric of everything that you do as a leader. So develop trust first. Develop trust first. Because nothing is, as Stephen Covey says, as fast as the speed of trust. He quotes Edward Marshall in saying that speed happens when people trust, truly trust each other. I can tell you that on the teams that I've played on, been a part of as an organization, when we really trust, man, we were effective. We could do, do anything and accomplish just about anything and do it fast. And that's what organizations really need to have. What you need to have as a leader is that. So trust is the one thing that changes everything for your organization. So I'm going to give you a couple of things about building trust um, as we close out the show today. Uh, building trust is, first and foremost, it's about integrity. It is about integrity. Can you do what you say you, you can do? So be careful what you offer people. Don't offer the moon when all you have is a tree. <laughs> Let me say that again. Don't offer people the moon when all you have is a tree. Offer them the tree first. Build on that. And then eventually you can offer the moon. Okay? It's about integrity. Um, doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Saying the right things when nobody's looking. Taking part in those things. Um, the, the another one is uh, about building trust. Um, one of the key factors is this. Is your intent. Your intent. Be careful. This is a dangerous road. Whether you're starting out in leadership, church planning, building a church, renewing a church, leading a church, leading organizations, leading somewhere, your family, it is about your intent. Your trust and your intent go hand in hand. 
what did you truly intend? Okay, build on that. Another is about uh, that building trust creates uh, and demonstrates respect. Respect for yourself, respect for others, um, and and it helps the organization just know that that they're they're in a safe space. And I know that sounds like one of those new age words, but no, safe places are good. Say it with me. Safe places are good. Trust builds that. Um, it also creates transparency. When you fail as a leader, one of the fa- the best things that you could ever do is immediately say, hey, I'm sorry that hurt you. You know, when you fail, recognize when and how you've hurt yourself, your other others. Create that transparency. Be vulnerable. Other thing is building trust is about listening first. That's really hard for leaders. It's really hard for pastors. It's really hard for people in general. It's to listen first. Listen first. Listen first. And the other thing that about trust is that it builds accountability for yourself and for others. So stay accountable. So let me re- rewind that really quick. Building trust is about integrity. It's about intent. Demonstrating respect. Creating transparency. Being transparent. Listening first. Staying accountable. Some of this will not happen for you overnight. I want to be clear about that. So in your organization, begin to think about what can we do to create an environment that builds trust? What can we do to build a place where we are successful? I think that has been the building block here where I am at. I'm currently pastoring at Satsuma United Methodist Church in the Mobile area, and we started off with 35 to 40 folks. That was the average attendance before I got here um, from like October of 2018 through June of 2019, that was the average attendance for this church. We now average between 90 and 110 on Sundays. You know how it goes. Like one side calls the other side, hey, I'm going to be out this week. But we, we, but we didn't get there. And that was during the COVID era too. Like we built, you know, we built because it was built on a relationship of trust. I trust my people. I tr- we trust God. We trust, we trust each other. And we, we trust that God is with us. Like, the entire organization from top to bottom is we are creating an environment of trust because why? Because when trust happens, things go. When trust happens, things happen. We, we suddenly become very effective and good at leading and helping others know what our mission is. There's no doubt that my people know the mission of this church is to be disciples, make disciples and serve with love. At the end of the day, that's how your organization grows. Do they know the mission? Do they know what they're fighting for? You know, and if they don't, create that space of trust. So thank you guys for tuning in uh, for this episode. Uh, hope you enjoy your rest of the week. I got an interview tomorrow uh, with Sam Brown of Crosspoint United um, Crosspoint Church out of uh, Freeport, Florida. He's the campus pastor and I can't wait to share that interview with so many other people. So make sure you tune in, look for episode four dropping uh, this week also. Thanks, guys.